to the Case by Case Basis podcast where we don't always agree with black people or white people, Democrats, Republicans, conservatives, liberals, gay, or straight. We just take the information that we have been given, look at it, evaluate it, make a decision on how we feel about it on a case by case basis because that's what we think everyone should do. Well, first, before I say anything, I just want to thank everyone who listened to the podcast, followed the podcast, subscribed on uh, on. Spotify, you know, listen, gave me five stars on Apple Podcasts and things of that nature. Tomorrow will make one year since the podcast started. Uh, it's been an enjoyable year. I love putting out content and I really appreciate everyone who took their time to listen and subscribe. So I just want to send that message out to anyone who uh, has either interacted with the podcast in any shape or form. I love you guys and I thank you so much for listening. But just want to get into, I want to say that before I got into the episode. Now, here's the deal. We have some people in this world who just don't know that shit could get real, real quick. A friend of mine, uh, Wesley, he's, he's been on the show sent me a video of two kids, two young, really, really young people. I, I couldn't see one. I, I saw one kid. I, I, if he was 18, that, that was old. And they must have been at the hotel where this guy was the manager. And the guy was basically in the kid's face telling him, yo, I will really F you up. I will fuck you up. You know, he said he will use 20 years of military to really jack this guy up. You know, hurt him real bad. Now, apparently what happened based on the conversation, we were able to get limited uh, information based on what the guy was saying. These kids came and they were disrespecting his employees and he was the employee manager. So he was letting them know, hey, I'm not going to tolerate this and I'm not going to treat you uh, the way you know, maybe your parents or, or, or the community treat, treated you or whatever, you know, you're going to get really, really hurt really, really bad if you don't cut that, cut this out. Now, the young lady who was filming this, because one of the things the guy said was there are no cameras out here. And then the young lady who, who must have been with the guy, she was filming. She said, well, I'm filming you right now. He turns around. He gets on, gets on her. I don't get what you feeling. What, what you filming? And she was like, well, uh, please give me space. Please give me space. And I was like, oh, my God. That's when it triggered me to say, these kids really don't know. They don't know. And it has no idea. It has nothing to do with where you come from. Yes, I come from, uh, you know, a, a, a rougher neighborhood or whatever. But look, these kids, I think, have been taught that they can do anything they want. And people have to care about their feelings or people have to care about, you know, you should never do um, bodily harm to people. It should never it, 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 it should never get that far. That's what it seems like they were thinking. But if this guy, as he said, were to use 20 years of military experience to hurt them really, really bad. They can let that can let them know real fast. That the information that you've been programmed with is not right. People are getting killed. People are getting hurt 
every single day for simple shit. Simple. You in there, I don't know what you said to his employee. I don't know what you did to his employee, but somehow he was triggered. And for the girl to say, oh, give me space. I was like, what? Y'all really don't know it can go down. And the reason I decided to do this episode is because we have people. I, I, I saw another video. We have people who seemingly think this way. I was watching a video. Uh, I don't know if anyone's seen it. Brittany Renner. You know, I guess she's a Instagram, whatever. Uh, she's an influencer or, or, or whatever she is. Brittany Renner. People know who she is. I don't know if she was high. I don't know if she was drunk. She was on a podcast and she, she seemed to lose it. She seemed to have a meltdown. And she, she threw water bottles at people. She gave uh, Charleston White, who was also on the show, she gave him a lap dance. And it, 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 it seemed to go off the rails. But the one incident that I'm talking about that ties into this episode, she threw a water bottle of, at, 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 at one of the crew members behind the cameras. And she hit somebody. And I'm going to tell you who that somebody is in a second. And the person got angry because she hit them. She said, well, I didn't mean to hit, I didn't mean to hit you. I meant to hit him. And then she started calling, you know, oh yeah, bitch, shut, shut the, up. When, 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 when the real bitch is talking, shut up, bitch. When the real bitch is talking and all so crazy stuff. The person that she hit was ex-heavyweight boxer. I don't know if he became champion, Shannon Briggs. When they said that, I said, okay, you know what? I've seen Shannon Briggs. I don't know what he looked like today, but I know what he looked like back then. That's a huge dude. And I'm looking at all these people. I'm looking at Charleston White. I'm looking at the two guys who are hosting the show. I don't know uh, what the guys behind the cameras look like, but if Shannon Briggs wanted to get to her, none of those guys would have been able to stop him. None of them. And once he got to her, looking at her, Remembering how big he is, it would have went, put it this way, it wouldn't have been a happy ending for her. So I say that because now you mouthing off and everything she said after she hit the, after she had Shannon with the bottle, she said everything except I'm sorry. Well, I meant to hit him. I meant to, yeah, shut, like, sh- shut up. That's you out of the middle. But you're talking all so crazy stuff. I'm like, yo, luckily, you know, I heard him say in the background, I don't hit women. I said, okay, fine. But what she has to realize is everyone doesn't everyone doesn't subscribe to that. He could have been a totally no, yo, that could have been a total. Oh, that could have been another dude. Or he could have had another mind frame. Or he could have snapped. He said, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I don't hit women unless they throw water on me. Now I'm wet. Now I'm frustrated. Now I'm cranky. So now she got to pay. And the way she was talking, it seems like it was this mind frame that, you know, she knew, well, you know, I'm a woman, so he's not going to, he's not going to hit me. Now, I'm not saying that's what she thought. No, 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 no. But basically the way she was talking, it seems like, uh, what, what I was getting at earlier, she seemed like she did, she seemed like she didn't know it, 
she can go down right now and she can get real and she can get hurt real bad. Shannon Briggs used to knock, knock, knock dudes out in the ring for a living. I remember Shannon Briggs. I mean, he was, he, 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 look, put it this way. If you hear a boxer's name and his name is out there, that means he knocked some dudes out. And he was not, Shannon Briggs wasn't a lightweight. This dude wasn't a welterweight. This dude was a heavyweight and a heavy heavyweight. This dude was in there with Lennox Lewis and those guys. So I say all that to say, look, when you you put yourself in situations, don't put yourself in situations, is what, was what I should say, where even if the person who does harm to you faces repercussions, you're going to be worse off. I watch these shows all the time. I hear about all these things all the time where they say, well, you know what? Oh, my God. Uh, this person is going to jail for life. Yeah, but your family member is dead. They're not coming back. Family member is going to go visit him. Your, your family member is dead. Now, of course, the name of the show is case by case basis. Of course, you know, you have to take all these things. We don't know. There are certain things where, yeah, you have to, you know, come back and and, and and you have to say, well, you know what? Hey, this is why I did this. But I shouldn't have even done that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about doing silly shit. And then you are shocked at the repercussions. I'm talking about walking into a hotel and disrespecting the employees and expecting nothing to happen. I'm talking about throwing a water bottle and hitting the wrong person and saying everything except I'm sorry. And then you start mouthing off to the guy. I'm talking about silly shit like that. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And you don't think nothing can happen. I'm just, I'm just saying, look, it can go down. It can go down real quick and it can end real bad for you. Don't put yourself in, a, in, in in these positions, man. Don't do that. I was watching another uh, documentary. I, I, I'll say this and I'll end it here. People have triggers that they developed over the years. You know, I I, I was uh, and and this ties in. Believe me, I was watching. Uh, I believe it's called Swamp Things or something like that on, on Netflix. Check it out. It's about the University of Florida between the uh, years of I believe it was two thousand ten. Uh, what, what, 2007 and 2010 or something like that. And one of the guys, he was a safety on the football team. And, you know, there was a time when a lot of the University of Florida guys were getting in trouble. And you know what? Uh, that's that's another episode. But anyway, one of the guys said a, a, a lot of the locals would try to uh, provoke them. And he said somebody snatched his chain one day and because he had gotten to a fight. And I guess he was one of the guys who they mentioned. And I said, that's a trigger. Now, him fighting, I understand that. But I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about that local who's trying to get a name for himself. You know, you snatch somebody's chain. And let's just say that person was from, you know, the same kind of neighborhood that the football player was from. The difference between that guy and the two people I'm talking about right now is that guy who snatched that chain, he knew what was coming. He had to know. 
I'm I'm going to venture to say that he knew. Because it snatching chains, that's usually something that you do to disrespect somebody. I'm going to snatch your chain. I'm going to walk. That lets that that's basically saying in hood speak, I'm tougher than you are, and ain't nothing you can do about it. So now the repercussions are gonna come. Stuff like that, I get. I hope nobody no one was killed. You know, they had they had a fight, they fought it out, fine. But I I use that example because that's not what I'm talking about when I talk about those other two uh, people, those other three people. They do stuff and expect to get away with it. They do stuff and people start saying things. And, and, and that's where I get on Michelle Obama when she says, when they go low, we go high. <laughs> uh, that, that's basically saying whoever has the first transgression always gets away. And I'm here to tell you, that's not the way it works. Honestly, it's a nice slogan. It's nice for people to say, but most people are not going to live that way. So to the young lady who was in front of that hotel, to Brittany Renner, to the, to, to the young man who was disrespecting the employees in the hotel, I'm letting y'all know right now. Yo. Y'all better recognize. Now, I think that I, 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 I think that 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 young man who was in front of the hotel and and his friend. I think they I think they learned. I don't know. Brittany Renner must have been on something. I don't know what she was on or whatever. But look, don't put yourself in situations where you can be hurt real bad or even killed for something silly. She out there. She she in the studio throwing water bottles at a dude like Shannon Briggs. And Shannon Briggs, to his credit, he he he, he was just letting her know. Hey, look. You know, he sounded serious. Like, hey, hey, I understand you're upset, but hey, you better curb that. And then she started mouthing off back at him. But anyway, yo, I'll end it here and just say, look, shit can go down real quick. And when it does, most times it ain't pretty. So just take heed to that. Anyway, podcasts can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as Spotify. Please give me five stars on Apple Podcasts, as well as like, subscribe, and follow on Spotify. Thank you guys for listening. Please stay tuned for the What's Up My Mind segment of the show. Thanks. Stay tuned for the What's Up My Mind segment of the show where I give commentary on sports, politics, religion, or whatever happens to be on my mind at the time. I thank you guys for listening and stay tuned. Okay, what's on my mind? Sage Steele. People have been talking about her for, I guess, for the past couple of weeks. And it's because, you know, she basically settled her uh, lawsuit with ESPN. Now, Sage Steele was an anchor on uh, SportsCenter, I guess, for the past year and a half, two years. I believe she had been at uh, ESPN for a lot of years and... You know, she's uh, she basically has basically has a lot of conservative views, which I really don't have a problem with. Uh, But um, something that she's always said and I really don't have a problem with it, but 
yeah, I see what a lot of people who do have a problem with it. Um, I see where they're coming from, but it's just something that I usually don't let, you know, take up space in my mind. I'll let you know what I'm talking about. She's always had this thing where I'm not black. I'm mixed race. Now, if that's what you want to say, that's fine. Knock yourself out. No, you know, we know that when you're mixed with black, we know what the country feels. Now, even if you have faced racism, because when you walk down the street and people see you, they don't see mixed race. They see black. I'm sorry. They see a light skin. And she's not really a light skin. She's like a caramel black woman. But if you want to say, you know, you're mixed race, hey, knock yourself out. No problem. You identify, especially in today's world, you identify with whatever you want to identify with. That's fine. But where a lot of people have issues with her is anytime she has a chance, an opportunity to strike at black people, she takes it. That's where people have a problem she had a problem with the players kneeling oh you know I guess her father, my, my dad was in the military had nothing to do with the military you knew that this had to be the, the go all the way back to 2016 uh, you know and she was on sports center so she was into sports Colin Kaepernick said look we have people who are dying uh, police people policemen are killing uh, cops are killing young black men and getting administrative leave. He explained it this as elegantly as he could, but y'all took it in, in a different direction. And yeah, whatever. My dad was in the military. So what? My grandfather was in the military. Had nothing to do with that. And she said other, other, uh, other things. You know, it seems like every time there's an issue between black and white, she's always going to find a way to make black people wrong. And that's where people have an issue with her. That's where people have an issue with her. Now, she said she she was leaving ESPN because, you know, she wanted to be able to express her First Amendment right. And she had a problem with taking the vaccine. I was like, all of those things like, hey, name the name of the show is case by case basis. Didn't have any problem with it. Transgender in sports. You know, look, knock yourself out. Uh, ex- express those views. But the re- she she tried she was trying to say that the reason that the black community have a, has a problem with her is because she calls herself mixed race, and she's going back and forth on uh, X, formerly Twitter, with Mark Lamont Hill because Mark Lamont Hill said nobody says that, and she says basically, oh, people want to tell you about your experiences, and I I, I, I didn't get into that neither. But the thing that I will say is. I myself, I think that's what Mark Lamont Hill went off on the rails when he said nobody says that. Nobody, nobody, no one is saying that we have a problem with you calling yourself mixed race. We have a problem with your other views. I'm going to say I'm saying that. That, yeah, I've heard some of the things that you said back in the days. And here's the thing. You call yourself, you identify as mixed race, that's fine. I guess someone must have told her that Barack Obama uh, identifies as black, she still had a point where she said, okay, what does that have to do with her? And that's where I stand with her 10 toes down. 
She's saying how she identifies why you're bringing up somebody else. That's where these white liberals always get in trouble with me. She's saying, well, Barack Obama is, is mixed race. He considers himself black. Derek Jeter is, uh, is a mixed race. Derek, Derek Jeter considers himself black. Derek Jeter said his mother and his father always told him, hey, no, you're black. You're going to be seen as a black man. And, he, and I watched his documentary and he found out just how black he was when he was talking. He, he said he, he, he had a friend or whatever in high school where, hey, they would hang out. He saw some of the racist things that this guy was saying on a social media page. But I don't like when people try to put everyone who has the same characteristics in that one box. And that's what a lot of white liberals do. No, no, it's not a lot of of white liberals. That's what a lot of people do. It it, it sickens me. I'm sorry. I don't mean to pick. Yeah, I do mean to pick on them. White liberals will do that in a minute. Now, where I, where what Sage still said after really got to me, she said, "Well, and I don't. She don't understand why uh, Barack Obama considers himself black, you know, being that he was raised by his white grandparents. So what? If you're raised in the oven, that don't make you a biscuit. You know what I mean? So what? His features." When he walks out into this world, is as a, it is as a black man. When he caught all of this vitriol for being elected to the highest office in the land, it wasn't because no one, everyone knew that he was raised by his white grandparents, but that didn't matter, did it? All of a sudden, his wife looked like an ape. All of a sudden. Uh, He's the most racist president ever. The most racist president ever. All of a sudden, you got the Tea Party that was formed. Really? That's a man who's aware of what I feel my race is. (laughs) Has no bearing on how I would be treated in this country, which still has racism in his DNA so I just wanted to comment on the things that are that that debate that's going on is I myself have no problems with Sage Steele calling herself mixed race so what if that's the way you want to identify no problem now uh, it's funny how you say I am mixed race? It's, it's, it seems like you. I think what a lot of ple- black people have, and I'll end it here. I myself, it kind of rubs me the wrong way being a black man, have a problem with people calling themselves mixed race just to keep from calling themselves black. I, 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 I got to call myself something else. I just cannot be called that. No, 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 no. It's like the black part of you is like a stain on your soul that you just really just want to get rid of. I mean, it's like, oh, my God, I'm black. No, I'm not black. I'm mixed race. It's like, 
you know, and I always, I used to always tell people we're all mixed race because I, I, I had this conversation years ago where we were all in, it was in a work setting and today I believe we would all be fired because someone would have filmed it. But everyone was talking about, well, actually I'm Cuban and actually my, this was Indian and my, 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 this was white and this, that, and the other. And I just had to just stand up and say, well, you know what? My grandfather was black. My grandmother was black, is black. I was saying is at the time because they were still living. Both of my grandfathers are black. Both of my grandmothers are black. Now, my grandfather, his mother was half white. My great-great-grandfather is white. Everybody seemed at that, in that very moment, they were going back into their ancestry to make sure to let everybody know that they were not, that that part of them was not black. But I walked down the street and guess what? It didn't matter. Looking at my skin complexion right now, I could be, I could be considered nothing but black. So, I don't think Sage Steel will ever hear this episode. If he does, that's the reason why people have a problem with you calling yourself mixed race. It's not that you. It's not the the problem that people have with you calling yourself mixed race. It seems like you're tro- you're calling yourself mixed race to keep from calling yourself black. And every time you, it seems like every time you have an opportunity, you seem to strike at the black community for doing this, that, or whatever, instead of just giving us the credit that we deserve for just being survivors in a system that was trying, that's been trying to destroy us since we got here. That's just on my mind. You guys let me know what you think.